Jam Transmissions, Clone Wars Chronicles. Welcome, patrons, to episode one of Clone Wars Chronicles, our first Patreon-exclusive show where we watch and discuss one episode of Clone Wars every week in chronological order. I'm Peter Viox, joined by my two favorite co-hosts, Joshua Rowe and Eden Gray. Good morning, guys. How's it going? Good morning. It's great. Hey, your favorite co-host? Like, do you have other ones besides us? Or we're, the, we're your only co-hosts? <laughs> Right? I mean, I, I have lots of fandoms. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe I have other co-hosts. <laughs> I, is this a problem? <laughs> no, no. Regardless, you guys are my favorites. Right. So, yeah. Are you guys ready to talk about a little bit of Clone Wars? I I'm, am. I'm pretty excited uh, to finally start off this uh, free preview for everybody of the beginning of our Patreon exclusive content. And uh, this is going to be the first of many. In fact... There are 121 episodes of Clone Wars. <laughs> are you guys ready for this 121-week journey? I am so ready. Wow. I may not be there every single episode because because <laughs> I have like my own Patreon and stuff and things to do, but I will do my best. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's well, all fair. we can do. Yeah. Well, okay. I tell you what. Um, before we, I mean, I guess since this is the very beginning, why don't we just talk a little bit about why we love Clone Wars so much. I mean, without spoiling this show. So like if you guys are going to be um, tagging along week to week or just binging this, you know, um, as as it builds, uh, but you've never seen Clone Wars before, you don't have to worry about us um, really just spoiling stuff in the future. Uh, I think that'll be safe assumption for you. So what about you, Josh? What do you love about the Clone Wars? I would say I love the uh, the Anakin the fleshing out of Anakin Skywalker. Cause we didn't get a whole lot of that in, uh, the prequels, you know, we, um, we got a little bit of why he was like such a big, uh, celebrity almost as far as the Jedi were concerned. Like everybody knew Anakin Skywalker and now we get to see why. And, um, I would say his relationship with his Padawan Ahsoka made the show for me. Yeah, definitely. I feel like in the in the prequels, all we got was like the extremes of Anakin. Yeah. And in Clone Wars, you just get to see all of him. Like it's the most real Anakin Skywalker there is. Is is in Clone Wars. It's so him. It's perfect. Glorifying almost. Is that what you like the best about it, Eden? What's your favorite parts about Clone Wars? Um, I love. There's so much about it. I love the creatures a lot, quite a bit. You just get so much more of the Star Wars world, so many more planets, so many different creatures. You get Tuka cats and <laughs> just all the different locations and like the, the Zillow Beast and they're just so, so much sci-fi out there in, in Clone Wars that you don't get to experience in the movies. And I love all those little details. Right. And I'd say for me, what I like the most about it is... Um, just how dynamic of a show it is while it, it hops around from planet to planet. It just really broadens that galaxy and it, it's not afraid to tackle dark moments at all in, um, it fleshes out characters um, in a way, like Josh said, that the prequels never could. But I think aside from all that, my favorite thing about the show is the clones. Yeah. There are so many. I love how you learn about these clones and how they are all 
based off the same genetic data, but varying have, personalities. Yes, they develop their own personalities, even, even though they're the same thing. It's yeah, it's really fascinating yeah. to see how they grow. So they're all so different, but so and so unique and so individual. Even though it, they don't even all look exactly the same, and then you consider the voice acting for all of them. It's incredible, incredible work. Yeah. Have you uh, like had an episode on and like stepped out of the room and realized instead of just one clone talking, that was like 12. I mean, but you know that it, it's the same voice. Right. It's the it's same so guy. it's so awesome. Yeah. That, you can tell the difference between yeah, all the different clones. Each one of them. Uh-huh. Once you get to know them. Yeah. D. Bradley Baker. You just can't say enough about that guy. No. I mean, who in the world can play an entire army? <laughs> right. Literally. <laughs> Like hundreds of different clones. Uh, That's uh, awesome. Can I add one thing? Yeah, do it. Uh, the expansion of the knowledge of the Force in Clone Wars. Oh, yeah. I think that's a big one, too. Yeah. and For me, anyway. Yeah. That's, uh, yes. <laughs> it just changes. It, it, it changes it from just light to dark. You know, it, it gives yeah. you different aspects uh, based on different planets and their histories and the way that they approach the world and galaxy around them. And the, we get, the, the visible and the corporeal. Yeah, yeah. We get the whole spectrum of the force in every direction possible. Uh, and then some that you can't even imagine. And so many people have no idea because they haven't watched Clone Wars, but it's time to change it. Right. And if you guys haven't watched where. Clone Wars, uh, this would be a great opportunity for you to do it. I don't know what Disney Plus is going to be looking like later on, but for now, it's on a, a streaming platform that almost everybody that I know has, and that's Netflix. So if you've got that, you've got every episode. And we're going to be... What's fascinating about, um, if you're not familiar, the uh, the Clone Wars was not aired in chronological order. In fact, it jumped around a lot. So we're going to be watching it in order. We're going to be letting you know what episodes to start with and what to follow up with and so on and so forth. I guess with all that introduction out of the way, you guys ready to jump on into it? I am ready. Let's go. All right. So episode one of Clone Wars Chronicles is going to start all the way in season two, believe it or not. Episode 16, entitled Cat and Mouse. So, every episode of Clone Wars starts with a fortune cookie. And I love that. It, because as I was watching it for the first time, it, I was just like, well, what the, what, what's this about? You know, like, know, and, right? and then you think about it while you watch the show. And then at the end of it, you're like, oh, wow, that's, that's very poignant. You know what I mean? So, um, this fortune cookie is a wise leader knows when to follow. All right, guys, let's just jump into the episode. What do you think about it, Josh? Well, um, we start out in like a blockade format with this new creature. Like I, we've never seen in Star Wars before ever. And like going back, this is why we love the Clone Wars, right? This is a spider dude, um, Admiral Trench. And it's Anakin facing off against Trench on this blockade trying to help um, Bell Organa. Right, so, so they're at we're jumping in straight to content. Yeah, the the battle Christophsis. Christophsis. God, money. Good early morning chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all so, got our uh, coffee, and I'm, I've got mine in a Star Wars mug. But yeah, like usually we we record in the evenings, but yeah, this is new for us. 
But I, I was impressed with how it really started. Like they just jumped right into the blockade. You're in the ship, you're with Anakin and then bam, you're right there with Admiral Trench and he's sort of a spider, but he only has six legs and six eyes and he's still super creepy, but he's also just so alien. And it's in the first 30 seconds, you get introduced to all these characters and it really just puts you right there in the middle of the war. Yeah, and his race is actually known as Harches. They are Harch. He is a Harch. So, is that like a little breakdown of arachnids? Mm, yeah, I guess it is. So he's a he's a separatist uh, for the Confederacy of Independent Systems, and uh, Admiral Yalaren kind of freaks out when he sees like the, the uh, call sign. Yeah, the call sign. He's like, "Wait, I've seen this before," and then he realizes. Holy crap, man. This is somebody that I've dealt with before, and it is Trench. Um, so he, he basically stops Skywalker from what he's doing right then and there. And it's just like, yeah. hey, hold up. I need to talk to you. And uh, he's just like, man, uh, have you ever heard of the Malastare Narrows? It was another battle where um, a Jedi, more or less, I forget the Jedi's name, but um, they supposedly killed Trench, but he mysteriously is somehow back. And uh, obviously without any cybernetics, right? <laughs> for now, <laughs> for sure. Oh my uh, God, cybernetic heart, sp- spider, nightmares. alien guy. Whoo, yeah, that's nightmare fuel. It reminds me of the uh, cybernetic Nexus that we had in our uh, <laughs> in, uh, in our Star Wars Edge of the Empire RPG game. Yeah. Oh my God, nightmare fuel. <laughs> but anyways, back to this. Uh, we find out that Obi Wan brought a new toy that they're gonna. Uh, try and use to more or less get uh, relief get, get through to... this blockade yeah. unseen, and it is a sweet stealth ship. Looks like an arrow. Yeah, and um, or a dart. Apparently, it was based on like uh, submarine warfare, like that kind of secrecy and like that design of that ship. It's so cool. So let's get into that real quick. Yeah. So they finally like okay. So Anakin uh, is getting ready to leave on his mission, and then Yularen's like. Um, I am volunteering my efforts and knowledge to go along with you, which is a big thing for you, Lauren, because uh, as you'll see later on, there's such a character dynamic between those two guys. Um, Anakin and you, Lauren. Yes. Um, that this is almost estranged for you, Lauren, but um, he lets him come on. They're going. So they finally board the ship and, the the sonar beeps and everything that the darkness the the red lighting and everything i loved it like oh, wow that was absolutely um almost stunning really i, I hadn't thought of it that way because i was i was listening to how they were speaking to each other and how you was talking to anakin and how anakin didn't give a shit and wasn't listening to anything that anyone had to say and then it would cut to obi-wan and He's just like, oh, that kid never listens to anything. Here we go again. Um, it's but it's such a s- intense, dark, serious setting for for what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really cool. And, and funnily enough, um, I, I pulled up on Wikipedia as one does just just for a couple little you know things I might have missed or little special right. production details. It turns out that in the uh, inside of that ship, the uh, lower columns. They display text that was taken directly from Wikipedia, the uh, Sith Dreadnought Cruiser. Really? And it's translated into Arabesh, but it's like word for word. Right. It even has like 
uh, the note and reference numbers. Like if you translate it from Orvesh to English, it is it is straight up a Wikipedia article in Clone Wars. <laughs> That's awesome. How cool is yeah, that? <laughs> it's showing data about the Sith Dreadnought cruiser and it's showing the data directly copied from Wikipedia in Orabesh yeah. uh, on that screen. Yeah. So I like That's so funny. <laughs> I like how you mentioned that uh, about how yeah, this kid never listens. Obi-Wan's talking about Anakin. He's so brash. Like, yeah, he is. This first episode. Yeah, he, Kenobi's like, hey, wow. can you just uh, wait? We're not going to do that. And then, like, Anakin says, well, <laughs> no. Anakin, wait. And then he hangs up on him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, so disrespectful. Uh, this is your master. It's just, it's just like Poe Dameron, like, shutting down Leia in, in yeah. The Last Jedi. Like, he deserves to get slapped for that, at the very <laughs> yeah. least. But no one's going to slap Anakin nobody, Skywalker. Nobody's no going one. to. And even Obi-Wan doesn't, he doesn't nothing there's no consequences like there are almost never consequences for anakin skywalker and that, that that's kind of a big deal and that's a big theme in all of clone wars is yeah. anakin making crazy decisions and doing whatever the hell he wants and obi-wan trying to keep him in check but not really trying that hard and, and not doing a great job and they do awesome things and they save a lot of people and they make a lot of messes and they crash a lot of ships um, but no one's ever keeping either of them in check at all. Oh, well, karma seems to find a way. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> they just, he just had a very big rolling tab. Yeah, it's just, it's just so cool how in the first episode that you watch of Clone Wars, that dynamic is right there. Very first thing, right in your face. It's it was just really well designed. Awesome? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what is the Clone Wars without the clones? Can we talk about the first clone that ever got a name in this chronological ep- uh, viewing? Yeah. You got to be talking about Spark, right? Spark. CT1284. So yeah, that armor is so cool, uh-huh. isn't it? Awesome. Yeah. It's, um okay, so getting out of Star Wars into like some other Marvel wonderful stuff, it reminds me of Iron Man's uh, stealth armor. Which is hilarious because they're going on a stealth mission. Hmm. Yeah. Like everything's painted black. Uh-huh. Like there's stuff over the ears, which I'm assuming is like some kind of headphone or something for them. Like upgraded comms. And it's just streamlined. Um, the influence is probably there. The time's right. Because I think this aired in March 2010. Yeah, March. Yeah, March. Which was the release of some of the new stuff. Yeah, I love Iron Man. Totally yeah. separate conversation. But... <laughs> That asshole is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Hands down. He is. He is such a jerk, but I love him. Yeah, so we got Spark, the rookie, reporting for duty. And uh, we, we see that uh, the Separatists are going to shoot out those hyena bombers, which are kind of creepy and terrifying ships. Yeah. Uh, or droid, droid, uh, drones. Yeah, yeah, like drone bombers. They're, there were so many of them. They're pretty scary. So Trench is like, Let's add pressure on the surface of Christoph. Christoph says so. Like he sends those bombers to attack on Organa and all the straight refugees. On his, yeah, like right on Bale, though. Like that's straight on his location. Mm-hmm. He decides to put pressure on the whole situation because Obi Wan's ships have fallen back and no one's moving or doing anything, and so he he sends the bombers out to attack Organa in order to try to get someone to make a move. Yes. So, like, he's still cloaked at this point, and these bombers are going, like, 
to the surface of Christophsis. And uh, Anakin's like, we have to decloak. Uh, or they maybe they know that we're here. And he's like, no, we, we, we're not going to decloak. They're Let's just wait. And he, he just more or less trusts in the force. And then they all just fly by him. And that's how they know, okay, we're in the clear. They don't know that we're here. That's like spot on submarine warfare too. That's right, because the the ships, the, the bombers fly right over Anakin's cloaked ship, and like one of them even kind of scrapes it a little. And they, it's a lot of self control for him to just sit there and let that happen and let them go. But then he realizes, oh, they don't know we're here. Just like you said, we I can do whatever I want now. <laughs> the intensity. So whenever whenever this is going on, Anakin realizes what's going on there, what Trench is trying to do there. And he said, well, since we're on the other side of these guys, let's go ahead and, you know, give them an attack, draw their attention yeah. away from the surface. And uh, it was funny because the the rookie uh, spark, he says, <laughs> I thought we were on a relief mission. <laughs> he said, kid, you'll learn real quickly <laughs> that when you're under General Skywalker, you're always on the offensive. Yep. And that's and awesome. You see that they love it. They love yeah. serving that guy. His, uh, out of all, and, and like kind of jumping ahead, especially for the entire series, you see dynamics between the Jedi and their clones, which we all know that. Um, they've all got certain units, which mm-hmm. um, is very obvious in the movies. But with Anakin's, there is, um, there's almost a harmony between Anakin and his clones. There, there's something extra and you get to explore that through the clone wars and you get to see um why the 501st was able to follow him up the stairs to the jedi temple in um episode three without hesitation like they they knew exactly who he was and what he was doing and they were still so very loyal to him like right i love the the building he's such a an unorthodox general and character and person in this war and the clones have been trained to be completely in line orthodox follow the rules all the time and his yeah his his crew gets to be just themselves themselves and they get to go off track and do random things that they think of that they shouldn't do and um step out of line because that that's what he does and he they appreciate him for it. He yeah. gets things done and he, that's sort of what happens here. But does that not like plead to their original, um, not so much programming, but their DNA? Like look at Django Fett, you know, he's crazy Mandalorian bounty hunter like this. I think Anakin's clones were more true to themselves than any other battalion out there. Right. Yeah. And spark, spark learns that right away. He has a hard time with it at first though. Speaking of unorthodox tactics, Anakin basically, okay, so they've got to decloak to shoot the torpedoes. Yeah. And whenever Trench uh, is like, okay, now I have a target, he's going to cloak back, but I know how to deal with this. Lock on to like the magnetic signatures is what he decides to do. So Anakin is able, like with his force um, premonition, I guess, uh, as or just his ability to see ahead a couple of steps, was, which is I what makes just his knowledge. Yeah. Well, yeah. So he fires off some flares as he decloaks to just kind of draw in the torpedoes. And it's like, okay, whatever. Um, Trench like fires like a huge spread, like in a crazy amount of laser fire at him. And he just pilots through it like no big deal. And that's when Trench realizes 
we're not dealing with a clone trooper pilot. Only a Jedi could do that. Yeah, which I thought was, I noticed right from the beginning is Anakin's piloting this ship. Like, their general's piloting the ship. That's unusual right there. Crazy, unorthodox. Yeah, but it's him. He does guys... what he wants. <laughs> and look at Yularen throughout the entire um, altercation between him and Trench. Yularen's a stress mess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially through the layer, lasers. Like, he's, like, you know, you go on those crazy car rides with people who you don't trust their driving. You're hanging on to, like, the the ocean handle. Yeah, that's you, Lauren, and Anakin. That's you, Lauren, the whole time. It was hilarious. I saw that look. Yeah, I just looked over at Eden like, yeah, you're one of those drivers. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. So, yeah, uh, Trench it opens up a frequency right then and there. And Anakin's like, hello, ugly. <laughs> yeah, of all things. <laughs> But yeah, so Trench is impressed. He's like, it's been so long since I've had an impressive opponent. And But uh, he says, like, the people of Christophsis and her resources shall join the Separatist Alliance. And um, so Trench was um, tracking the magnetic signatures after he cloaked, he, you know, because he's been fighting bigger ships with cloaking devices than this one. But he cannot fire on that ship unless they lower their shields. And his little droid counterpart warns him of that. And Trench, in his hubris, says, don't worry about it. He just underestimates Anakin right then and there. But like you said, based on Anakin's knowledge, he knows that he's going to make that mistake. And he counts on it. So once he lowers his shields, shoots, dodges, Anakin goes full throttle at Trench's ship. And it was so awesome because I don't know if you guys noticed this, but whenever he was pulling the... uh, the torpedoes back towards the ship. He got so close to Trench's yeah. ship that the hulls sparked. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought it was funny because the first clone we get was named Spark. I don't know. Huh. I, I just, I've never made that. Connection. I'm yeah, sure that's, it was intended. That's cool, I think. <laughs> but um, yeah, the clones cheer. That's when Spark's like, Oh hell yeah. <laughs> like, like I can that's really, I can really get in on this. Like I, even I was like super in, like enthralled when this happened, like such a good show. I don't know, like, Yularen is, like, really surprised by this uh, reckless nature. And he says, like, I-, I cannot argue with the results. No. Yeah. He's such a tactician. Yeah, you, it's it's like a game of chess, and then Anakin just, like, throws the board at the end. Or, yeah. you know, like they're, they're working so hard to be strategic and to f- to figure out how the enemy's going to move on both sides so that they can... Uh, not make any mistakes, not lose any ships, and everyone wants to get their own results. But then Anakin just says, "All right, I'll play your chess game." But he plays by his own rules. <laughs> Definitely, he, he plays checkers. He makes up his own <laughs> rules. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he like he starts playing checkers. He's like, <laughs> "We're we're done. This is my game now." <laughs> yeah. So, with this being the first episode, like you you can already tell that this show will be telling multiple stories. Even in the same episode, like you, oh, yeah. you get the clone story as as you pointed out to me when we rewatched last time, Eden. Yeah, you get the clone story, but then you also have Anakin's uh, dynamic with Yularen and Kenobi going on there. Yeah, but you even get more little little uh, secrets of like what's to come later on because uh, you know after Yularen's like I can't argue with the results of your your crazy nature. Uh, he says, well, you'll find I like to do things differently from time to time. Anakin says that. And uh, Yularen just says, indeed, the Chancellor mentioned as much, but insisted that it was the highest compliment. And we all know and, that that's 
who becomes Emperor Palpatine. Right. And Anakin obviously becomes Darth Vader. So it's just it's just neat little foreshadowing. It's important little details in just what could be like a throwaway episode because you don't have any of like any huge storylines going on in this. This is like bonding of Anakin and Yularen, which is not really all that important to the grand scale story of Star Wars. It makes you kind of wonder though if it was little subtleties like this that kind of pushed Yularen to to make that decision to follow the emperor, you know, to join the empire when the Republic failed, which he was an ISB agent, but it, it's kind of like he was so devoted to the Republic. Yeah, he was, you know, it's such a good guy. Like, like you equate him with like Obi-Wan, you know, Obi-Wan would never join. So what pushed him to follow that? Who Did he follow the emperor? Or did he follow someone else? Yeah, just to tie into like our last regular episode of Jam Transmissions, you you were even pointing out about how not all people in the Empire are bad. And I think Yularen is a really good example of that for sure, even though he's kind of a higher up. Yeah, he was an advocate for the people. He wanted to find justice by ways of uh, investigation, interrogation, and he really never did anything bad, especially in the novelizations that we see him in. Right. This was such a complex episode, even though, like, <laughs> it, it seems like a simple Clone Wars episode. Like, they're on a mission. They're trying to succeed. Yeah. There's a guy in the way. Anakin takes him out. The episode's over. But it's yeah, the, actually really, the so simple. yeah, really complex. And there's a lot of interesting, um, just the way that the characters are working together and their dynamic and how they react to each other and it's very, it's a very complex show, even though it seems simple on the surface. Yeah, just like Jam Transmissions, <laughs> it's the di- it's the dialogue that really draws you in. <laughs> oh man, it's not so, the gonks. I'm pretty sure it's the well, gonks. Those are enlightening. Man. Yeah, that's like the spice to the dish. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this uh, Clone Wars Chronicles journey that we're about to all go on uh, because I think even though I've done the chronological viewing i know that doing it one week at a time and really just diving deep and talking to you guys about it is just going to enrich my star wars nerdery like my understanding of planets and and the different species and stuff and i just i can't wait and i I really i'm gonna direct this to the patrons that are listening to this and this is the free preview that everybody's gonna get to listen to so Mm. hopefully you guys can jump on that and we're not really on the patron episodes going to be talking like to about you know like where you can find us and stuff but look for us on patreon.com forward slash jam transmissions and maybe give this uh bonus content a try we've got a lot of other really cool stuff coming up soon and uh, we hope you've enjoyed this episode but let's go ahead and finish this up with the fortune cookie again let's look back on that he said uh a wise leader knows when to follow who do you think that this is about whose fortune cookie is this you lauren i mean obviously you lauren but let's twist things a little more would that not be kenobi yeah because he's kind of let at the very end you see him kind of follow back and or fall back and let Anakin kind of do his thing. He's got confidence in his uh, former Padawan. Yeah. 
I, I think that you can apply it to both of those for sure because yeah. you know Anakin's going to follow nobody. <laughs> it's obviously not no. right. It's no, obviously it, it not Anakin matter. because he is not following, and I wouldn't necessarily call him wise, especially at this point uh, in his journey. <laughs> he hasn't had enough experiences. Oh no! But what if it's not meant to tie to either one of those? What if it is meant to tie to Anakin as something that he can learn foreboding? Yeah, yeah. There what is if that. These are lessons for him. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I, I think it's. Um, I think the obvious answer is is Yularen, but I like I like how we tied it to the others as well. This is going to be a fun fun little show, See. guys. I mean, it can also apply to to Spark also because he came in expecting we're going on a relief mission to to Christophsis, and then that is not at all what happened, and he went along with it, and it worked out for him. So maybe we'll be finding out that these fortune cookies are very uh, broad for all the characters and to come. It'll Extremely, be, yeah. It'll be interesting to whoever explore writes, that. Whoever writes them as a genius. Because <laughs> they're so specific, but also broad and direct. It has to be a panel. Hmm. Like, there's so many. Like, look how deep we got into that. <laughs> well, and it's... Sorry. What is it? Seven words? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, but... You know, you never know with George Lucas, you know, being the powerhouse behind Clone Wars at this point and the right. ideas and some of the twists and turns. For all we know, the way that he makes movies, maybe he was just at a Chinese restaurant and opened up a fortune <laughs> cookie and that's what it said. What He's a like, great idea. Let's make an episode of Clone Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. Uh, <laughs> but you never know. But you know what? You never know. <laughs> Green looks better against a blue background. Exactly. So what's the next chronological episode? Season one, episode 16. That's right. So this was season two, episode 16, and then we go to the next chronological episode is season one, episode 16, The Hidden yeah. Enemy. That's right. And then okay. after that, it's going to be the movie. So we've got some really interesting. It's kind of cool that they threw episodes uh, multiple seasons after the initial release, which was the movie, it, into the fray. Yeah. I don't think that I understand why. They um they release these in such a, a crazy bounce around kind of way. The airing order. Yeah, I, I wonder if there's a reason and maybe we'll figure that out as time goes on. So any final thoughts, guys? There was no Ahsoka um, in this episode. No, there was not. No. And you'll find out yeah. why as as we continue. Yeah. Yep. So we're gonna invite all the patrons um to give us some com link chatter if you're watching along with us. Uh Get in contact with us. If you're a patron, you know how to do it. Just go into that patron app, either on your uh, smartphone or on the PC on the website, and then just comment on the episode, and we'll talk about it, and we'll make this free-form discussion for all of us. So I'm looking forward to next week, guys, but it's been fun. We're signing off. May May the Force be with you. May the Force be with you.